so heavy and sipping on the coffee like it's life support. Yeah. Everybody's lost in their days and they're lost in their life and they're calling it all the daily sacrifice. Hello, and welcome to Nickel Park. Uh, this is a couch-guided safari through the wilderness of life, and I'm your tour guide, Luke. And I'm your tour guide, Joshua. And I'm your tour guide, Ben. Been a while since we've uh, been on the Nickel Park uh, safari mobile. Yeah, it is looking pretty dirty. I'll be honest, I've been thinking about this. I think we need a new couch. Did you winterize it, like I asked? Uh... I didn't know what that meant, mm-hmm. so I froze it. <clears throat> I thought that maybe that would prep it for I think I guess cold weather. Uh, it did not seem to work. It did thaw when the sun came out and then refreeze at night. I think it's done some damage. Yeah, I think the thawing and the moisture that seeped into the cushions is kind of the why it's mostly falling apart mm-hmm. yeah plus we have had it we've been sitting on it once a week for a long time now many years like two years and it's starting to smell yeah kind of bad okay okay well all right well let's get a new couch i mean we've got the cash flow with all the ads we're doing yeah that's true what do our accounts look like these days <laughs> uh they're green for right sure Actually, I'm pretty sure we're negative however much it costs to have a Podbean account. <laughs> Plus the stickers we ordered. You guys got me thinking about couches now. Do you guys, have you guys ever cleaned a couch? Uh, Def- uh, define, from, from what mess? Uh, natural usage. Like you wash your sheets on your bed. Oh, okay. You know? Not because of an event. No. Okay, because I've cleaned a couch because of many, many events, but I've never just cleaned a couch as like a standard monthly cleaning practice. Right. And I feel like most couches go their entire lives without Mm. that having happened to them. And it's like, they're just for butts. Right. Yeah. There's butts on them all the time and we never clean them. Yeah. And I never smell them. Yeah, that's a good so point. So there's some kind of, there's something going on with the cleaning industry. They're lying to us because we don't need to clean couches. Have you ever smushed your face up against the couch, though? Yep. Yeah. I mean, slept on lots of couches. Uh-huh. There, There is one time that I have distinctly smelled a couch. Mm. And it was a couple days after, I'm pretty sure it was either Luke or Ben, we had like spent a whole day playing outside. And somebody was spending the night, yeah. and we didn't shower. <laughs> why my parents let us, I don't know why, but we crashed on the couch after watching a movie or something, and that couch, I think it's, it's in my parents' yeah. basement. I think it still stinks. Yeah, it's day. that big brown one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's fabric, so it's very absorbent. Mm-hmm. I've definitely had similar situations now that I think about it. I think those blue denim couches. Oh. <laughs> or the blob. Yeah, the blob, okay, the blob definitely had some stank on it. That one we did have to take the cover off and wash. But to be fair, uh, this is my point, I think. A a typical couch uh, sees people in pants 
mm-hmm. of some kind mm-hmm. sit on them. Beds and couches, when you sleep on them, they get you get much nearer to the 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 butt. Mm-hmm. That's true. There's a lot more skin involved, whether it's butt or not. Right. Like I typically don't sleep in anything except boxers. Right. And so the bed is going to see a lot of me and touch a lot of me. The couch mostly sees a sweat-panted or jeaned butt. Mm. So if we sleep in full clothing, never have to do sheets. I think that's correct. All right. But at what cost? It's so uncomfortable. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, couldn't do it. It's it's a it's the conundrum, right? Like I I want to be warm, so I need the blanket. But I could just mm-hmm. wear clothes. But if I was wearing clothes, I would still want the blanket. But then I'd be too hot. Mm-hmm. So I would still be covered, roughly the same amount as with a blanket if I was wearing clothes. Mm-hmm. But I cannot sleep like that. Uh, the boogeyman can still get you in jeans. It's true. It's a good point. Well, jeans were never in the question. <laughs> okay, fine. Sweat <laughs> no <pants>. one <laughs> was going to sleep in jeans. <laughs> My long john, so you can still get me. Uh, so how would you go about cleaning a couch, Luke, if, if you think they need to be cleaned? I don't think they need to be cleaned. Oh, okay. But okay. how would I do it? Mm-hmm. How would I do it? Excellent question. Depends on the texture, right? Yeah, if you can take it off. Mm-hmm. Then I guess you do that, but oh, and then, and then it's just clean once you take it off. Yeah, once you take it off, and then it's like restarting your computer. Okay, yeah, cool. you can take it outside and hit it with a stick and beat all the butt out of it. That make that that does make sense because I've never understood why Eden just pulls the sheets off and then immediately puts them back on and says, "Well, they're cl- rebooted, rebooted the sheets." Yep, Ivy runs them through two rollers that are really close. And it just like scrapes all the residue off the sheets. We've talked about this before. No, we We've haven't. Gotten close to this because I said I just tip my bed out the window and it all <laughs> spills out. Uh, yeah. Oh man, yeah. Do you guys? This is going to be gross. Do you guys? You know how when you take sheets off and there's like fuzz at the end of the bed, and amongst like there's just like detritus mm. down at the foot of the <laughs> bed. What? Just loose um, things. Flotsam and jetsam. Yeah. Unmentionables. Luke, Mm. have you changed sheets before? (laughs) Yeah, but I'm not following at all what you're saying. (laughs) You know, stuff just accumulates at the bottom of the sheet. You just kind of kick it all off. At the bottom? What do you mean the bottom? Like the bottom on top or like underneath? I get the feeling that when when Luke takes his sheets off, he starts at the top and just like without looking, closes his eyes, wraps them all up to not view what's in there that's accumulated in the three months and then stuffs it in the washer. I'm very, I don't understand. There's just like. When you take the top sheet off and the ah, tight one's still on there. Don't have a top sheet. Ah. Haven't for many years. Oh, do you wash the blanket that you sleep with? Oh no! And you just raw dog it on the mattress, right? Or do you have a fitted sheet? I have a fitted sheet, you monster. <laughs> also, I have one of those fluffy things, so I can't raw dog it because you stick to that. Like you know those like egg carton looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. got one of those. Um, okay. 
so the detritus that Luke accumulates just falls waterfall style, I think, onto his floor. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, so if you get a top I mean, sheet, I don't accumulate a ton. No, it's not a ton. But like, do you do you brush that off onto the floor, or do you try to trap that in the fitted sheet and get it into the washing machine? It's a trap situation. I tend to trap as well. Yeah, because maybe it'll get reabsorbed into the blanket where maybe it was from originally, and it can retain some of its softness. But how I would clean couches, just put it in a truck bed, take it to a car wash. Mm. That's not bad. All right, I'm on a... I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm just reeling from the fact that Luke doesn't have a top sheet. (laughs) We've talked about this. How do you sleep when it's hot? Blanket. Like a fleece blanket? I just had... My house is generally in the ballpark of 67 degrees, and that's a comfortable blanket temperature for the entire time. Oh, man. Hmm. One of my coworkers does sleep with just like a duvet. He and his wife each have a separate twin duvet. I wanted to do that. That's what I used to do until I upgraded to a, I don't know, what is it, a microfiber blanket? Yeah, like a fleece micro, yeah. Yeah, it's not fleece, it's like the real soft. But a duvet, you can take the, they're made to take the cover off like a sheet Mm. so that you can then wash that. So that all your remember all remember all the body stink we were talking about mm-hmm. <laughs> that gets washed off. I guess I don't smell it, and I sleep alone. <laughs> so if I guess if I ever get a complaint, I'll just get a new blanket. <laughs> <laughs> just burn this one. Time for the monthly blanket burning. <laughs> Can't be monthly. This thing was expensive. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe we're using cheap sheets, Ben. Yeah, I think we are. We're using the absorbent ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was like a hundred something dollar blanket, like a hundred fifty. I feel like blankets can cost that much. It was ex- it was over a hundred dollars. <laughs> it's like a wow. queen size microfiber, whatever, made of pixie hair. That's it's more premium. expensive than the mattress and the sheets I sleep on. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not. That's correct. not totally true. That's not totally true. <laughs> You can't get a camping mattress for that cheap. Our mattress only costs 300 bucks. New? We we sleep like, yeah. Wow. That's because it's a twin, right? Yeah, we sleep on a twin. We have. We do sleep on a full, but... Is it one of those, like, uh, like you get it in a box and it kind of unravels itself throughout a day? Yeah, but it still did have... It's got springs in it, too. Oh, interesting. combination anyway that's probably enough about what i paid for a mattress and what luke paid for a blanket but a butt blanket i'm on uh when we were talking about our new couch or our old couch i'm on couchbuilder.com mm-hmm. you want to just like crank out a custom new couch for the for the the range rover that we got yep sure okay. yep can you pick like designs and fabrics cup and yeah holders. yeah cup holders is a great idea Yep. Yeah, we'll and I up. want fold down ones in the middle, like yep. in a in a back seat of a car, kind of. Okay. Do you want um? It's got cooling ones and heating ones. Yeah, you both. Can do a mixture, both. Mm. It's hot out there. I'll go mostly cool because the you only need heat for about twelve seconds, and then you're sweating. Mm. That's a good point. Then you feel like you've urinated upon yourself oh sorry no i i was talking about the cup holders the cup holders we haven't even gotten to the seats the cup holders are heated and and cooled hold on that's insane i've been drinking a hot drink 
on purpose in uh, many years. So I'm just I just need cooling. Yeah, that one just needs cooling. I don't know why you would ever need heating for drinks. Okay. All right. Cool. Got that. Um. Uh. Thickness of cushion. Are we gonna have to plug? Do are we gonna need a two twenty volt to plug this couch into for all the heating and cooling amenities uh, we're gonna get? No, you can plug it into a, like a cigarette lighter in a car. <laughs> nice. It, it runs off one of those. Mm-hmm. Or could mm-hmm. you? Could we somehow make it gas powered? <laughs> gas powered couch. <laughs> all natural, natural gas. Um, seat cushions. They range anywhere from two ply to a uh, mattress. I mean, full uh, thickness. Yeah, I guess if we got the dollars, let's go full. Maximum lifetime. Maximum beef. Okay. Uh, and most importantly, covering. Here's what. Here's where we get real. Yeah. Um, now I could. I can get a three person wide, like three cushions, and mm-hmm. each one can be different. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this one could be controversial. Do they have mm-hmm. zebra, zebra, real zebra skins? Um, they do have zebra print. It doesn't say if it's real or not. That's fine. Zebra print is more uh, econo- uh, environmentally friendly. No zebras need to die for me to sit on them, but I do like their coloring. See, I was thinking uh, they got mm. a snake skin option. Ooh. And I feel mm. like that'd be real good because you could wipe it off if yeah. something spills. I feel like I might slide right off of it. Or stick, depending on kind or of stick. The I'm a, body temperature. Among the three of us, I'm easily the sweatiest. Mm, sure. Well, that's not true. Luke just doesn't sweat out of his hands. I'm the least sweaty, that's all. Yeah, Josh is the least sweaty, yeah. so you can get the snakeskin. <laughs> okay. Luke and I might suffer from hot body. I, I, I don't know why, but I want mine made out of rabbit. Okay. I don't know how many rabbits it's going to take. But it sounds very soft to me. For a nature, okay. for a for a self-proclaimed nature podcast, we hate animals, huh? <laughs> no, we love the feel of them. We're always talking about killing yeah. them and them killing us, trying to sit on them. I want to be close to a rabbit at all times. Yeah. I want to feel hey, their well, luscious uh, fur. Life, life be a wilderness, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of rabbits out there, too. Yeah. I've heard they mate frequently uh okay and we kind of skipped ahead earlier at the beginning of this but uh amenities they got everything they got sun canopies tvs massage um, uh i'm definitely gonna need some kind of pull a lever foot mm-hmm. action yeah uh, where i can recline okay does it have to be a pull because you can also get a button you can also crank it like oh, a wind-up toy they got buttons like in the theater where you can just yeah i want that Okay. We're going to need to really caress the line between like being able to just focus on the podcast and have everything mm-hmm. else taken care of by the couch and being distracted by the amenities of the couch. Mm-hmm. Cuz this current couch that we're on is stinky and bad and so I'm not thinking I'm trying actively not to think about it at all, which is helping right, right. me focus on the podcast. Our first are like Three to five episodes on it might not be our best, but then I think we'll settle into a groove. Yeah. Once we really break in the snake, zebra, bunny leather. Yeah. Rabbit. Let's not say bunny. That makes it sound much worse yeah. somehow. Uh, all right. Anything else y'all want to add before I get the total here? Hmm. 
Do they have like know. a under couch vent that'll just hit my feet because my feet get hot? Uh, Especially in these boots, these safari yeah, boots. Yeah. You can actually put a vent like you can get one like next to your head if you want to just have yeah. like a nice little breeze. Yeah, your feet well ventilated. Um, okay, all right. So going, putting it in my cart, checking out. $15,999.99. Oh, uh, not too bad. What a steal. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me use the code Nickel Park. $14,999.99. Woo! That's a deal. All right. So there we go. Got that on order. Well, good. I'm excited. All right. Should we go recuperate some of that money? I think I so. Guess so. Alright folks, welcome to the ad booth, the booth where we do ads this week. As always, we go big, then we go home. Our Go Big This Week is a national organization. You have probably heard of them or at least seen them on the streets. They it is Mac. Mac semi trucks. Um they make big old trucks for transporting stuff. Um recently they've been in a little bit of hot water. Uh, because if you've ever seen a Mac, they're pretty large and in charge trucks. Like they're they're big. And a lot of people have, um, you know, people are concerned when they're on the road and these big trucks take up a lot of road and it's making people nervous. And so um, they've been asked to basically scale down their trucks to make them less dangerous. And so that's what they've done. They are um, releasing the new uh, mini semi or mini semi, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Um and those are going to be hitting the road uh, later this year, so you can be on the lookout for them. Uh, they're great. Still going to be hauling a ton of cargo for America to keep that great economy rolling, um, just in a different form. So we're going to talk about the great benefits of the Mini Semi and uh, what you can expect to see on the road in, uh, later this year. Yeah, well, first off, uh, it is, as Josh said, much smaller. These new semis these mini semis are going to be roughly your Toyota Camry size. Mm-hmm. Standard sort of sedan size. Very manageable on the road. Definitely much less scary. Uh, you're going to be a little more comfortable kind of riding next to one of these things. Um, some of the benefits, I mean, it is still a semi truck in, in design. It's just scaled down. Um, but because of that, they had to kind of redesign some of the things. So the engine, while it is still a, a, a truck size engine or or thereabouts, um, the 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 cab, the driver sits directly on top of the engine. Um, there's like maybe a, an eighth of an inch steel between the driver and the engine. Um, and we'll, and why that's a good thing is because you get to feel. The car, you are one with the vehicle, um, and everyone loves that in a driving experience. Like to be so close to the engine and be a part of the driving experience is is huge. And so you'll get to be able to do that through this. And uh, I know uh, one of the big concerns, like when they first started, like coming up with this this idea, was how are we going to ship the big stuff? You know, how are we going to get large items across the country? And um, 
It's it's pretty simple. A lot of big companies um, are adopting kind of the IKEA style of uh, production, where they just make all the parts and send them to you individually, and you get to assemble them yourself. So, really, none of the components are going to be any larger than three to four feet uh, in diameter max. So. Yeah, they can fit. They can fit a fully deconstructed cement truck inside one of these mini semis. It's true, two at max. Wait, this whole time I've been picturing like a mini semi still pulling a full size trailer. Are we saying that the trailer gets smaller too? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The cargo size is tiny. <laughs> That's what I was like. This is great. <laughs> I would love to see a Camry pulling a full-size semi-trailer. <laughs> it's way safer. Like, you're not going to clock you, but still could carry it all. Okay. So, the trailer is also smaller. The tr- so, the trailer is Camry-sized? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yep. man. I'm the struggling engine, with this, The then. engine, the cab, and the trailer are all Camry-sized. I'm struggling with whatever you were thinking of. Yeah, I was just picturing a Camry with a semi engine in it pulling a full size trailer. <laughs> it doesn't make it any smaller though. Is the trailer hitch like on the roof of the yeah. Camry? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only was... thing you've shrunk is the cab, right? <laughs> <laughs> so they're not going to be able to go that fast. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Clearly, I didn't read the ad, the ad copy. Right. Yeah, you did. They sent a diagram and everything. Yeah, I was just picturing just full size trailer still. It's tough to wrap my brain around. So, for any of you who might be worrying about, like, oh man, how are they going to be able to keep up with demand if they can't, if they've gotten smaller, they can't fit, surely they can't fit a whole semi truck worth of cargo. And you're right. Um, But Mac has, has, uh, inform the public that they will be able to uh, produce a lot of these uh, mini semis at a exceedingly fast rate, um, and we can all expect a uh, twenty-five to thirty percent bump in traffic uh, as these things hit the road to compensate for the amount of semis on the road. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. But the neat feature, uh, one of the neat features I like, is they do connect together. So if they're say six to seven of them on the road and they're all fairly close together they will link up they can link up and use that to create sort of a i don't know what you'd call it like a train a pull'em systems yes and they can work together to to be both more efficient and safer i mean it's basically just a long line of of cars like you'd expect in traffic i like that yeah, and sometimes they'll link up and then they have what they call a mother semi that is steam powered and will pull this long. Do you call it a train, Ben? Yeah, yeah. They will pull this long train of semi trucks down the road. Mm-hmm. Super cool system. That's the future, really. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you want to check them out, you can uh, find them on Mac's website. Uh, that's just macusa.com. Uh, if you're interested in purchasing one of these, if you're in, if you have like a, a construction company or or you're into manufacturing or anything like that, you they do have a promo code. It's Nickel Park, and you'll get one uh, percent off. So check it out. I feel bad telling Mac that uh, we were a shipping company, just so we could get their ad, yeah, revenue. their ad revenue. Yeah, 
Oh, well. All right, folks. After we go big, we like to go home. And this week, we are sponsored by a Louisville original. It is a theme restaurant, brand new in the Louisville area. It is called Awful House. Did you say Waffle House? Uh, Awful. Awful House. O-F-F-A-L. Ah, not okay. a, a not a W F. Not like terrible house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like awful as in uh meat, uh meat as in meat, mm. <clears throat> just meat. Uh, yeah, it's a theme restaurant. Like I said, it is. Hold up, what's that? Seventies themed. Everybody's favorite decade. Hey oh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Come on in other 70s that 70s show come on in yep from the 70s Be- beach boys yeah beach boys fat elvis bring it in did elvis live into the 70s he did yeah, right? I was trying to think. He, he was still alive at that point right? guys we're doing this we're doing this i know nothing about the 70s except the food because we have the menu in front of us yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. so what are they doing merle haggard Come on in. <laughs> AIDS pandemic, get on in here. <laughs> that was the 80s. Ah, oh, man. Gas gas crisis? Come on. Vietnam? Sure. Richard Nixon? Get in here. Have some of this. Uh, we know a lot about the 70s, clearly. Uh, yeah, it's uh, awful. Awful house, 70s themed. They have a lot of cool... Food that is 70s mm-hmm. themed, and they also just the atmosphere is, is 70s themed. They have kind of some, they call them house rules that you got to follow to kind of fit in and, and make sure mm-hmm. everybody enjoys the experience as, uh, as much as they can. Yep. The first house rule, and this will be the first one you notice because as soon as you walk in the door, mm-hmm. um, there's going to be a, uh, a waiter or waitress standing there with a, um, an arm cuff, and they're going to take your, uh, your blood pressure. And if it is if it is below 130, uh, then then you can't come in. This is for high blood pressured Americans from from the 70s. Hmm. Uh, and and don't you even think about coming in if you don't meet that requirement. If you're close, I think they'll let you in, but they they'll they'll force you to eat um, only meat. Right. Yeah. They'll keep it on you as you eat until you hit that desired number. Yeah. But if you come in and you're above 170, 175, uh, you are going to, well, this leads into another rule, but they're going to force you to chain smoke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the general vibe is if you're over 18, you should be smoking. There's complimentary cigarettes at every table, uh, and those will kind of keep you under that dangerous high limit for blood pressure. But if you mm-hmm. come in and your blood pressure is too high because maybe you were trying to get it up, for coming to eat at Awful House, right. they will make you smoke two or three cigarettes right there to kind of bring that down. Yep, yep, yep. And it's really cool because they still have like the old school ashtrays that we all miss so much. They've got those at, at every table and um, and stuff like that. Uh, you can just get lard. Like like most most diners have like ketchup on the table. Not, not Awful House. They got lard right there in the tub waiting for you to top off your... Your uh, your Jello salad or what have you? Speaking of Jello salad, that's one of the things I'm most excited about. Oh, tell me about it. Uh, well, have you guys ever seen Jello salad? I mean, I've seen like variations of 
Jello concoctions. Is mm-hmm. that what you're referring to, or is it, there a specific it dish? Quite possibly isn't. Oh. Um, the thing, Jello, I've never actually seen it in real life. That's why I'm very excited to go to Awful House. Um, but the, one of the most popular ones was um, basically a full course meal contained inside of Jello. So you mm-hmm. got uh, your hot dogs, um, corn. Uh, you got lettuce and tomato in there. Um, there's pickle slices, and all of this is just kind of swimming in the bath of Jello. And uh, you just cut yourself off a slice. You got everything you need, you, and it's a meal encased in dessert. It's perfect. Wow. Yeah, I'm looking up pictures. This is awesome, and I like that they keep it in an old school glass rotating container. Mm-hmm. So you can see it as soon as you walk in and you know like that's that's the prize. That's where this meal is heading. I'm excited about their um their tail tail is what they're calling it. So apparently they collect the the butts oh so like the tail end of the cigarette. So they take the butts from all the the ashtrays, they'll toss it in the coffee maker, brew a strong pot of coffee through it, and then add uh whiskey. And it's a cocktail made of cigarette tails i guess tail tails i don't know Hmm. um so yeah that that looks really awesome yeah so a big part of their menu is thus thus they're named awful awful house a big part Mm -hmm. of their menu is a lot of processed and canned meats um Mm. a lot of hot dogs bologna a lot of a lot of worsts, your bratwursts, your liverwursts, mm-hmm. uh, your spams, uh, and one of my favorite things is the crown roast of frankfurters, um, which is essentially like a it's like a tall tower constructed out of hot dogs, um, and they're kind of bent up. Have you guys seen Devil's Tower? Pictures of Devil's yep. Tower, um, mm-hmm. the rock that's in Wyoming, Utah. Mm, sure, I think it's Wyoming. I Anyway, these these hot dogs are sort of bent ninety after the first inch or two, and then they go straight up like a like a tall tower, uh, and then you just kind of fill in the rest uh, with they do different kinds, but the, my favorite is the mustard potato salad, uh, mm-hmm. and you just kind of fill the inside of it, and then you just mm-hmm. cook it like that. Really good stuff. That sounds great. Yeah, another one I really like uh, is their spam birds. So mm-hmm. this one is uh, just kind of thick slices of spam that have been rolled almost taco esque, uh, and they just roll it around mm-hmm. some stuffing. Like they they fry the spam, they mm-hmm. sizzle it up, and then they kind of roll it like a taco around stuffing, and then mm-hmm. they put little toothpicks through it to kind of hold it so that you can mm-hmm. eat it like a like a stuffing spam hot dog. Ooh. And they typically serve this with like a couple peas, some uh, some fried green tomatoes and like one sprig of broccoli so it's like uh it's almost like a empanada or wait for it a spampanada ah spampanada yes but weirdly it's called spam birds i'm seeing a real interesting one i don't even know if this is like a dessert an appetizer it's just listed right there on the menu but it's called the shrimp sandwich roll okay and um what it is is we actually talked about this recently. You know, you know a uh, ho ho. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's got the spiral. Yep. So imagine instead of the cake uh, of spiral, you got bread, 
and instead of the cream filling and outer layer, you have um, a pureed shrimp uh, kind of ganache, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, as will. the cream filling. And so you okay. you just slice you off a disc of that and uh, bone apple tea. Yeah, I can't get oh, enough no. of that. And you, you top that off with a little cocktail sauce over the top. I would. Kind of like a shrimp meatloaf. Mm-hmm. Yum. I also really like their uh, Spam and Bananas Hollandaise. Have you guys seen this one? I did see that one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like a tray bake, and uh, they just line a bunch of bananas in there, and then they drape some thinly sliced Spam over the bananas, and then they mm. cover it in Hollandaise sauce, and then they bake it till it's nice and crispy. Mmm. It's good. It's like, oh, oh it's just, I, it's indescribable. I'm gonna have to get that recipe and and bake y'all a casserole for for when Ivy's real pregnant or once you have your baby. Yeah, yeah, she would love that. That's that's yeah. also one of her favorites. We unfortunately cannot go to Awful House currently though due to the pregnancy. So she's she, there is um quite a bit of cigarette smoke. But don't let that deter you. Well, as soon as, as soon as the baby's out, you can take the whole family. Yep. Oh, I take Ian all the time. Great. Ian and I go. We talk to all the nice people there. I talk. He mostly just coughs. Yeah. So, uh, if you guys are in the Louisville area, or really even close, uh, and you love the 70s, if that's a time when you grew up or a time that you want to get back to and visit because you didn't get to experience it the first time around, you got to get to Awful House. They know, uh, at least me, by name. So, if you just mention that you're there from Nickel Park... I don't think it's official, but they'll probably, you know, give you give you a free dessert or something. Especially if you come in and tell them that you like the spam bananas hollandaise, because mm-hmm. it's a, that's mm-hmm. one of their rare specialities they like people to ask for. So, welcome back. To the problem-solving portion of the show, this is the part of the show where we take problems and try to solve them unconventionally, not using the normal methods. So this week, actually, I am the bearer of our problem. So as many uh, as you all know, and 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 many of our listeners, I'm sure we, for a while, my wife and I were uh, owner. We owned a pig. Mm-hmm. We had a pet pig named Rosie. She was great. Uh, then we had a human child and uh, decided that the pig and child could not cohabitate due to the teeth on the pig, uh, among other things. So we sent the pig away to a farm where she's living quite happily and getting fat. Our neighbors really loved our pig and they mm-hmm. would feed her, unbeknownst to us, they would feed her many things over the fence, some of <laughs> which I found later like canned pineapple and fruit cups, like the little Interesting. Fr- fruit cups. Uh, so I'm sure she was loving that. Uh, since she's been gone, we made the mistake of saying one time to our neighbors that we had seen Rosie once, which they interpreted as we see Rosie all the time. And they weekly leave <laughs> bags of rotting fruits and vegetables fruit cups and other assorted things on our back doorstep for us to 
I guess take to Rosie. <laughs> no way. No. Yes. Unprompted. I have not spoken to them in weeks because it's cold outside. Uh, and I don't leave the house unless I have to. And so, and we, so I don't like, uh, <laughs> I don't like to, t- I don't like to talk to people. I don't have the heart to tell them that we've just been throwing this stuff away in secret. Right. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess the question I, is, can, can I somehow turn this into a positive situation where somehow we get free edible food out of this arrangement mm. ah okay or should i just like tell them the truth right or is there some other way that i can put all this these fruit it's it's a lot of fruit cups these fruit cups and like assorted vegetables and fruits yeah so to, it, it to would use. be pretty tough to argue to them that the pig is no longer interested in fruit cups Mm -hmm. and is much more interested in say I don't know Applebee's gift cards right (laughs) she really loves green bananas it'd be a tough sell (laughs) she she only eats not quite ripe fruit yeah she's on a clean diet these days sealed t-bone steaks she's into those (laughs) big time (laughs) She's started baking. She needs a lot of flour yep. <laughs> and eggs and sugar and milk. Diapers? She's wild for those things. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to work on potty training herself and hasn't quite got it yet. Uh, you can tell him Rosie died. That's a quick Oof. rip the band-aid off. Could t- tell that, him that she died. Yeah. I guess that's the best. I was trying to think of like, like, there's no way you can say like, oh, we stopped seeing her this week. Like... There, right. There's a certain amount of time you have to say, like, oh, we haven't seen her in a couple weeks. But if I say even a couple weeks, that means we've been hoarding the stuff <laughs> they've given us for a couple weeks or have thrown it away. And I think they'll mm-hmm. see right through that ruse. Right. What if you told them that maybe all the fruits and veggies were making the other animals on the farm jealous? Mm. And the farm owner requested that they stop sending care packages. It's like, you know, the rich kid at camp always got like several boxes for the, yes. the two days they were there or whatever. Yeah, right. yeah. It's like that. Yeah. They're like, ah, they just, mm. the other kids are about to beat Rosie up. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. The other problem is that neither of us see them when they do it. Like they don't knock on the mm. door or anything. They just leave yeah. it. So and, you'd have to go out of your way. Right. I would have to go to their front door and it would like I would have to make a visit out of telling them that they can't bring their trash to our door anymore and hope they're home. Like they uh the the our lady neighbor, she is a nurse and works odd hours and I'm not sure what her husband does, but they're not I don't know. If I went over there with the full intention to tell them and they weren't home, that's it. That's the one time yeah. I had enough courage to go do that. <laughs> I can't go back and try later. It would take me months to get that courage. I don't know what to do with fruit. Can you compost fruit cups? Like, I would have to individually empty all the fruit cups right. into the compost. You're then going to have a lot of cups. I guess they're, they're technically not bad. They do. Here's where they come from, though. They do come from the the nursing home. 
where the woman's mother lives and she doesn't like the fruit cups. So she just doesn't eat them. So they just Mm. collect them. Ben, start collecting the fruit cups. Okay. And make as many fruitcakes as possible and submit them to the fair. Okay. (laughs) Just absolutely bombard them with fruitcakes this year. Oh, man. The state fair. That's good. I could do fruitcakes. I could also just do fruit cup art. Yeah, I was going to say cup sculpture, sculptures. Like full, full fruit cups. I do. Mm -hmm. I mean, they probably last for forever. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I think, and it probably wouldn't be too bad to eat them, especially now that it's cold outside. I know they haven't been Mm -hmm. like sitting out in the heat or anything, but it just feels weird to get a bag of loose fruit cups and other food waste and then pull out the fruit cups and save those to eat. I just had a terrible thought. What if the lady has just told you that her mother doesn't like them? But secretly, they like the the mother, like also is a big fan of Rosie, and she's like giving up her fruit cups that she enjoys for Rosie. No, no, no. This isn't this isn't the the Christmas shoe story, or whatever. Oh man, the gift. This isn't the gift of the Magi. I refuse to take that take that blame. <laughs> oh man. Um, I like I like fruit cup. Using the fruit cups to do something productive, mm-hmm. like art or fruit fruit cakes. I bet you can make a liquor with it. Probably Ferment of some it. sort. Yeah. If I could just get them to give give the fruit cups like in a separate container, maybe I I could donate you just throw them. them in loose with like the rotting apples. Yeah, just it just it's just a it's just like a bag of oh, loose food waste and leftover fruit cups. I mean, if we're we really get away from the mission sometimes, but if you could invent a time machine. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's unconventional. A time ray gun. A time ray gun. Zap all the fruit and veggies or whatever. Fresh fruit, fresh veggies. You never have to go to the grocery store. Okay. So you got that. Give them Rosie. Give them Give Rosie. Give them Rosie. Go steal good. Rosie from the farm mm-hmm. or get her back somehow. I don't know if you if it's required that you steal her, but reacquire her then just give them to the neighbor in a bag on their front yard (laughs) in In the same bag yeah in the same bag yeah she'll Mm. have eaten all the stuff but right that is pretty good do you think i need to find a way to attract there's gotta be raccoons and possums around right Mm -hmm. Mm. if i could just find a way to attract some of them it's so cold though Oh, uh, or option B, I know this isn't super unconventional, lie and tell them, hey, you've been attracting a lot of raccoons to our house. <laughs> it's a problem. There's an army of raccoons that comes out at night and tries to yeah. get into these fruit cups. They live in our bushes now because they know the, about the weekly delivery you make. Or you could just put like a little little grave marker out in your backyard. Make it real subtle. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I'm looking for. I need a way that doesn't require me to speak to you anyone. You don't want to talk to them. That's what you could you could just put R.I.P. Rosie uh, with a little garland of roses. This is going to take a lot of work, but it's unconventional solutions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what if I could pour a little extra driveway and stoop concrete and just sort of slope my stoop and driveway so that they put the food bag down and the food bag always slid back onto their yard. Whoa. Is this 
So is this, could, which neighbor is this? Yeah. It's the one directly directly next door, like across our driveway. Oh, okay. So it okay. doesn't have that far to make it. I was yeah. thinking it was the people behind you. Okay. I was no, too. No, it's, it's just like, it's like, uh, it's like 15 feet to get is onto the there. the people who had that dog statue with the Mardi Gras beads around it yes, for a long time? Yes, it is the people who have the dog statue. Okay. Gotcha. Similar vein, could you convert, do they leave it on like the back step? Mm-hmm. Patio yeah, thing? the back stoop. Convert that into a catapult. Whenever okay. they set it down, a little timer ticks off, and then once you're sa- once you're sure they're a safe distance away, it boing over into their yard. That or is roof good. Or, whatever. or even further. Right, yeah. Just get it out of the state. Yeah. May, or may, could I just pass, could we play pass it along, and I put it on the next mm. neighbor's stoop? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. And then they're like, wait a minute. Huh? And I leave a little note in there, and it's like the chain emails you get, like, pass this on or you'll get bad luck and die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I think fruit cup art is the best. I think, I think something in the fair. We need to submit some stuff. Yeah. Can we submit one of every entry available from these food cup, fruit cups? That would be pretty good. Talking a fruit cup quilt. Oh, a yeah. picture of a fruit oh, cup. I see what you're saying. Like we quilt all the lids to a bunch of fruit cups together. Yeah. A fish tank aquarium that is fruit cup themed. Or or takes place inside of a fruit cup. Oh, that's good. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ah, see, if only I had a kid who was in school and I could mm. send him to school with a fruit cup and maybe get him to like trade for something else. Like tell him like, <laughs> Ian, listen, do not eat this. Of course, yeah. you know, don't eat this. <laughs> This has been on the porch for like two days because we were gone. Do trade this to some other kid and get a piece of pizza out of it or something. Work on your bartering skills, son. Start with like a couple chicken nuggets and work your way up. He better be a good salesman. Fruit cup is not great bargaining material. Yeah, but quantity is not an issue. Like I have six fruit cups. (laughs) There's some kid who just is like craving a fruit cup. So does that help, Ben? Did you get it? We've- that does help. That that gets the that gets the brain thinking about some some solutions. I'll let you know when we get close to state fair entry time what I've come up with. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Nickel Park. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you would like, you can reach out to us at nickelparktours at gmail.com or on Instagram at nickel underscore park underscore podcast. Please tell someone about this podcast. Tell your dad. Yeah. Freaking tell him already. You've been putting it off all year round, all year long. It's time to tell him. He loves fruit cups. He loves fruit cups. He would love this episode. Um, thanks to Sons of Circus for the use of our theme song and Jake Byron for the use of our ad song and AMF for having us on the network. Until next time, I'm Luke. And I'm Joshua. I'm Ben. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Show me some loving and show me emotion. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Yeah.